Greetings, nerds. This is Dana Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this, uh, this evening? I am surprised because I did not realize how much you don't like Avatar. All <laughs> 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 the conversation we just had and how yeah. you were immediate, like, let's just start recording. I want, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. Fascinating. Well, it's funny. Uh, Yeah, I, for whatever reason, I haven't seen, I I probably wanted a few people on the planet that has not seen the very first film. And now the second one is out, well, it's coming out. And and I knew um, you're planning on possibly seeing it. And I'm just like, well, do I hold firm or do I, do I? go and, and take the plunge and go see it. And, and, and my understanding is you nece- don't necessarily, I mean, have to see the original, the first one to maybe enjoy the second one. That's what, I, you know, that some of the things I've heard right. people say. Right. So with wolves, it's the same movie. Yeah. Same yeah. Movie. Which, and, yeah. And so we'll see. We'll see. I, 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 I think you should hold firm. Yeah. I, I because because when I mention potentially going, I'm I'm looking at a period of time within the next few weeks where I'm gonna have a lot of time off work. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be stuck in freezing cold in Alaska. <laughs> 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 so so I might have the time to waste three hours in a movie. Um, mm-hmm. but we also know that I have a tendency to also be like, man, it's it's a drive to the movie theater. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I I highly doubt I would go, but I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider it unless I like go commit to it mm-hmm. and come back and say, Will, you have to watch this so we can actually have a conversation about it. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't waste like three, especially given your disdain for it. Apparently. <laughs> No. I, it's, it's, I it's not even the same. It's just more just in, I'm indifferent. Right. I, don't I think, think yeah. I think in a weird way, it's a like we all have those movies that we have never seen mm-hmm. and that everyone else has seen. And and you it, it takes a lot for you to forfeit that card because it's almost like a badge of honor. I haven't yeah. seen that. <laughs> haven't yep. seen it okay um so so i don't know it, it like takes a lot for you to actually be like you know what i'm gonna try to trade in this card um yep. because then you just feel like you have to get a new card and man with everything coming out these days how can you get a new card with that like are you exactly. not gonna watch an mcu movie <laughs> no yeah <laughs> exactly 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 so we'll see we'll see but if you come but, back and say i will you need to go like Check this out. If I get the DM over the holiday, assuming that uh, Twitter is still around, given the latest like shenanigans that's going on with that platform, or you send me a text and say, "Hey, you got to go check it out," then you know, then that may actually I may trade in the card if if you if you if you do that uh, because yeah. I yeah because yeah I have but between the two of us, I'm the one who's more likely to be like, "Oh, I can't," you know, "Oh." I just got to like do the instant reaction and say, Sarah, you got to check this out. Or this was so yeah. good. Well, I try, I try to like temper it because I don't want to like unre- unrealistically <laughs> set your expectations as I've been known to do in the past. So I've gotten better about that. But 
between the two of us, I'm usually the one that's like the insta reaction guy. <laughs> you yeah, you honestly just usually see it before I do. Um yeah. yeah, but on that note, speaking about future movies, um, you know, it's kind of sad because this time of year I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I feel like into the Spider Verse was a, was released originally around the holiday season. It was, it was. I remember. Then, yep, so it was a twenty. Yeah, years, I recall. Yeah, yeah. And then last year we had um, Spider Man No Way Home, and so I'm just like, what? We we do have a trailer for um, the new Spider Verse movie, mm-hmm. Into the Spider Verse, but. Is it Into the Spider-Verse? Am I Across, thinking about that? Uh, that was the original, Across the Spider-Verse. Across it. And then the sequel to this one will be Beyond the Spider-Verse. Correct. Okay. Tangent aside, my point being, I just, I feel like I was a bit disappointed when they said June something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. I feel like this is something that should be released next month, you know, or at the end of this month. But... Man, it's coming. It looks good. It looks visually as as good as I remember the original looking on screen. Um, it like the just the bits of dialogue that we get in this trailer. Um, it feels very nostalgic to the original, and it feels like just a natural continuation of that story that they've already started. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking. I'm looking very much forward um, to seeing this in June, even though I wish I wish it was more of a um, New Year release. <laughs> yeah, but. I do too. I do too. I mean, I, originally I knew it was at one point slated in October of this year, and then it got pushed back. And and but you're right. This the the it, everything about this this film. Every time I, I come across it, I, I stop and, and watch it. If it's on TV or sometimes I'll just, it's one of those rewatchable films. I'll just sometimes I'll get in that mood and just put it on. And it's all you know, the, 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 the things that, like you said, carry forward as far as the, the through line with the, fa- you know, with Miles's family and, and, all and, and the visuals were just as were just um, amazing and i know a lot of people and a lot of other podcasts and stuff have like broken down all the various spider people and the ps4 mm-hmm. spider and 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 all that but um i did i don't know if you had a chance i know i said it to you but i, I did get a chance to watch the um lord and, and miller they did on the, the day they dropped the trailer they also had a uh Haley stanfield had a um short 12 minute discussion with them about some of the things that they are moving in forward with this film and it's really really good i mean some of the things they did talk about to your point with uh some of the three lines just like in the first movie we you know it was all about how anybody can 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 wear the mask and 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 in this film they're really going to explore uh what do you do when you have the mask Mm -hmm. and and so those are some of the story beats that they're going to, to cover and um and also just introducing some of the um, new, uh, some of the new characters, uh, you know, given that we do have all these people in multiple Spider-Verses and, um, you know, how Gwen, how just Drew is going to be kind of a mentor to Gwen, uh, how Oscar Isaac's character, Miguel, who is Spider-Man 99, uh, is, you know, invites uh, 
Gwen to be a part of the part of the spider spider club and how Miles is feeling a little bit left out. But um, and uh, so, you know, there's those, those elements to it. And 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 so also like we saw the little you know, Peter B. Parker with the baby Bjorn. And so, you know, following mm-hmm. up with his his story and and also uh I, I you know it just again really got me was even like more hyped to, to see this film and, and and like you i was like man can it just come on out now because uh it, it'll definitely be you know speaking about we were talking about how sequels are, are better than the original sometimes um before we start recording with with Abbott when we were talking about james cameron i, I feel lord miller probably gonna be doing that with, with this as well with the with the team that they, uh, they they put together. I think they said they had like a thousand animators uh, that's been working on this film for like three years, which is which is nuts. But uh, but you, 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 when you see the visuals in the trailer, you see you, you see how visually stunning it is it is and how it's going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. That was just a very abrupt ending. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say something more. Um, but no. So so quick question. Um, yeah. I didn't watch this trailer, but when does the Adam Driver versus Dinosaurs movie come out? Um, I, It's coming out next year. I want to say February or March. Okay. Um, I think it's uh, what I say is an A24 film. Um, and yeah, I mean, basically, like uh, putting a run rundown, it's Adam Driver uh, fighting the dinosaurs. Uh, but it's, I guess, the 65 is a reference to uh, 65, millions, 65 million years ago. So, basic premise is it's a kind of inverse Planet of the Apes kind of situation where he's a starship pilot and uh, it gets into an asteroid situation filled and gets time warped to this strange planet and 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 basically it really the 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 trailer does like pretty much give away the whole the whole film <laughs> as far as the premise and what's going to happen and and yeah he ends up like fighting dinosaurs and they showed him fighting dinosaurs in the trailer good trailer i mean it's a good trailer i mean it definitely uh i watched it again right before we recorded uh just to and I, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, let me go check it out just for a good popcorn film. And, and it'll probably have that twist that um, given that it, it does have the predictable premise, uh, there probably will have some kind of twist that uh, we will talk about whenever we watch the film. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it did looks looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it'll probably be a twist that as soon as you start the movie is like telegraphed from hours ago. Um, I did watch yeah, a trailer yeah, prob- right before. We, probably. Yeah, I did. I did watch a trailer right before we started recording um, for The Whale, the new Brendan Fraser movie. <clears throat> yeah. I um, seen that one. Yeah. Speaking about expecting a twist, like the trailer it's nothing special in my opinion. Um, I, I feel like it's just as a reiteration of all of the, everything that came out of, I think Sundance is where it mm. got a lot of praise, especially Brendan Fraser for his performance in the movie. Um, and, and I, I did not realize that Darren Aronofsky directed it. Huh. 
So between that and the fact that it's produced by A24, I am very curious about how a trailer like that, which is presenting a very ABC story, um, might diverge into something really weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just... Because I, Darren Aronofsky, like he's he's a hit miss director and writer, and I don't know if he wrote it, but um, A24 always usually has like these very bizarre twists in their movies. Yeah. Um, so I I'm in a way it's it's cool that they're advertising it and kind of selling the movie based on the performance that he gives, as well as the cast itself. I mean, um, we have our girl Max from Stranger Things in yeah, this movie. Sadie, yeah, Sadie Sink. Yes. Yeah, I saw that she was in that. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I think that they're making the right choices with advertisement, but I'm also very cautious as about like, okay, I, wanna, I want actual people to go see it and just let me know. <laughs> let me know if I should. <laughs> Because I don't, Darren Aronofsky, he, he, he's a weird one. He's a weird one. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> um, but, but I, I would do want to be supportive for Brendan and Sadie. Um, but yeah, so that's something to keep on your radar. I think it comes out soon because of the war yeah. season. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I think it, yeah, I think it does. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and also back, I was wrong uh, on um, it's not an A24. It's actually Sony who uh, is distributing um, 65 uh, and it's coming out March the 3rd. Oh, so yeah. Wanted, yeah. I would have been shocked if you had told me that Dinosaurs versus Adam Driver, which is the actual name of the movie, um, is, w- was produced by A24. <laughs> been like, yeah, that's <laughs> going to be a twist. Um, so speaking about release dates on the TV side of things, we do have confirmation, um, that Superman and Lois and Gotham Knights will both premiere on Tuesday, March 14th. Um, and we also got a flash season nine trailer. Uh, so yeah, I mean, CW isn't dead yet. It's still thumping along. (laughs) It is. It's bumping along, and uh, I guess we we shall see what happens with uh, Superman and Lois. Uh, Gotham Knights, yeah, it'll have its run, but the with Superman and Lois, I I know I've seen I've seen some chatter about people thinking that it may get picked up by a Netflix or if or or some other some other streaming platform. Um, you know, who maybe even go back, maybe go home to the new. HBO Max or Max or whatever David Lab decides to call it once he gets his once they get their shit together over there at Warner <laughs> Discovery. Right. Not not, not holding yeah. my breath or anything. <laughs> no, no, don't don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so on the Superman note, we did get some more news. <laughs> I I am so. I am such a bully for for DC. Like, but in my defense, they they do this. They 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 know how to bait me. And and so a while back, 
we were talking about Henry Cavill and mm-hmm. and how he he's like the surprise end credit scene of this notoriously good movie called Black Adam that neither of us have seen. Um, and and the man is back. He's going to be soups again. And we're going to get the sequel to that. We've always wanted. Um, yeah, that's not happening. OK, <laughs> it is not. It is not. It's so, Henry Cavill is not James Dunn has decided that that whatever discussion they did have, yeah, after much consideration, nope, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. So yesterday evening, uh we did get I guess time wise, I guess they were about about the same. Uh, who went first, second. That's, at the end of the day, the results the same. James Gunn tweets out, "Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our projects beginning at the beginning of the next year. Among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. So, yeah." <laughs> So many places to go with that, right? No. Um, but yeah, so then Henry does in his response, you know, since everybody everybody breaks news on social media today, and then we'll talk about Patty Jenkins here shortly. But uh, I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning to Superman after being told by the studio to announce my return. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, Prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The change into the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and happiness and fortunes. And then you know he just you know gives a nice little you know another paragraph about uh, you know, how much fun he had in, in being Superman and um, you know that was that was it that was Henry's statement so. Yeah, so the DC EU is is pretty much dead. Well, it's it's gonna get be reborn. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, you know. So James talks about that. That um, about, I guess as they build, as they rip, tear the whole thing down, and, and start restart everything it's he's probably he is gonna be starting as as starting up with a new superman story and yeah, an earlier superman, it, yeah. it makes it makes more sense like when all of this stuff was talking coming out about how like henry's coming back and and we're i don't know it's there there was a lot of mixed messages and which to me is just another thursday for DC. Um, but at the end of the day, I I have such, even with James Gunn in control, I still have very little trust in Warner Brothers and this um, DC Studios, whatever you want to call it, um, just because of their track record. And um, so I'm, I'm hopeful yeah. That James Gunn is going to create the universe that he wants to um, bring in the creators that that can 
give these characters in this world new light um, and they can really build something off of rather than take the pieces that so many people have tried to put together. Um, but it's it's not the same. You, you like you have to to build this universe. You have to have a very clear vision and a clear starting point. And I think it gets very muddled when you're using story or continuing stories that have already started. And and it's been it's been a decade or almost yeah. a decade. So oh, that's been a decade. I just realized that, yeah, because I mean, Mattis still was um, 2014. Yeah, yeah. So it's been almost a decade. Yeah, and it was announced like, and we consider when he was cast. I mean, it has Henry's been cast. It it has been a decade. I think he was cast in 2012. Seriously. So so yeah. I mean, like, like the time has come and gone at this point. I mean, we got him in Justice League One 2.0. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, and, but, but the, the funny thing is like the dude for this, I feel like he walked away from the Witcher <laughs> for this and now he can't go back to the Witcher. <laughs> so yeah. He like screw like DC just keeps screwing up these actors lives. <laughs> yeah. I think with the Witcher though, it sounds like he was, I think his contract was done. And yeah. it, and it, and I think he was having some creative issues with the showrunners anyway. So he was just sort of like, okay, fine. I got this universe over here I can go back to. And he did go back to it. I mean, yeah. it, you know, he, he was in a, in a, in credit with Black Adam. Apparently they have filmed, um, in a scene with him in the upcoming flash film now whether or not that scene will continue i guess we'll i guess we'll find out in in june or or maybe they'll shuffle the deck and maybe switch switch times with aquaman 2 into flash and use you know have aquaman come out this summer and maybe put flash at the end of next year to like Mm -hmm. close out the to close out the DCEU. I mean, especially given the story is flashpoint. So what better way to like wrap the bow on the DCEU by using the flash movie and do some reshoots or whatever to do that hard reset, uh, to give it, give life to James's new vision that I'm a, I'm going to hold, I'm going to, Almost say like we do it with Kevin Feige and Feige we trust. I'll say and James we trust. But I will I'm giving them grace to like get this right. Because when you see projects that he has done, for example, taking C list characters in the Marvel universe with Guardians of the Galaxy and now, you know, really kickstarted many things in the MCU, taking that taking a taking that universe in a in a very positive direction as far as what those characters and then even on the dc side with peacemaker which you know peacemaker i'm hoping that with all the shuffling and everything i hope that character does survive and and move forward uh because it was his creation it wasn't like he was inheriting this character from um uh, from the prior regime i mean you know his suicide squad was the one James' Suicide Squad film was the one that introduced this character. So, 
Right. Uh, so, so maybe he'll fit, you know, they'll figure out how to fit that into to this. Um, so, so, you know, so I, I have um, faith that, I, have, I, I like I said, I, I'm keeping my mind open on this. Yes, after Henry, but sounds like I just heard this evening, I was listening to Jeff Snyder and, and Roca uh, on the hot mic they, that apparently Henry's already possibly got a new gig uh, with this uh, Warhammer series that Amazon might be picking up. Uh, with some Warhammer's, I guess, a, a video game. Not, oh, I wasn't familiar with it, but uh, apparently they bought the rights to it, and Amazon is probably going to be buying the rights to it, and uh, Henry might be involved with that. Uh, um, and uh, so it, it sounds like he's already got another potential franchise to, to 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 kick off, like he did with The Witcher, and and you know he's still got his Anola Holmes on Netflix. So I mean, Henry's going to be fine. Uh, even though it sucks for a lot of fans who are big Snyderverse fans, but um, but uh, but Henry's gonna be just fine whenever all of a sudden done. And even with, and even with DC, I mean, with James, I know he's he's having conversations with Ben Affleck to to come back and and direct. Um, and I, and I would think James, if he can swing it, would probably direct this new Superman film. And I, and also sp- speaking of Superman, the J.J. Abrams. Um, Tennessee Coates Superman project is also still alive. Uh, so, uh, so we'll either see that Kal-El or, or Val Zod as far as the black Superman. So, you know, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of things out there that I guess we'll, I guess first of next year, we'll find out what's, what's in store. Um, Is he still talking to Patty Jenkins? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that was the other thing that happened this week. Uh, Patty did like go to Twitter and released a whole long statement, which whenever uh, you have to tell everyone your reaction to it. But uh, yeah, she uh, sent out a statement to give her side of the story uh, and about what Trent went down with Wonder Woman three and, and, also even brought into star wars stuff but focusing on the wonder woman 3 thing she's like she said with the backlash being about wonder woman 3 not happening the attractive clickbait false story that it was that it was me that killed it or walked away uh, walked away from it and you know james responds back to her on twitter it's just like our dealings are always professional we had good conversations so you know, maybe everybody was just making nice, but you know, who knows what the truth is? It's probably somewhere in the middle. Right, right. I I just had to go onto Twitter and go through our DMs for me to find. <laughs> no, you were just. Was. Yeah, you were like, yeah. I'm gonna huh? tell them. No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> no, I yeah, yeah. I I found it. I found the yeah. tweet I sent you. Yeah. Um, I saw Patty Jenkins' tweet. Sounds like she took out a small violin, and then I say some other stuff, but yeah, um, yeah about other things, not about Patty Jenkins. Yeah. yeah, I, I don't know. There's something about it. I still, I still just, I don't know what it is, but there's, I, I, there's some, some disingenuity and mm. disingenuous. Like, I, I feel like her statements are very disingenuous, and there's a lot of saving face 
mm-hmm. like to bring in the whole Star Wars. And maybe she is. Maybe she's just constantly reading the headlines and what people are writing. So she knows people like myself are immediately going there. And she's like, whoa, 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 you don't have your facts. That actually didn't happen. It happened like this. But okay, is who else is counting here? So she's had within the span of two years two projects: one with the M, one with DC, and one with um, Star Wars, where similar situations have occurred. And she's telling us that we got our facts wrong. Um, and I'm just like, I don't know if we do. <laughs> I don't know. You're saying things, but what are you delivering? Okay. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't, I saw she wrote a novel about it and I'm like, I don't buy it. I just, I mean, I'm sure some of it is true. I'm sure we'll get a Patty Jenkins movie in like 2050. Okay. But because, because I don't know. We get more Star Wars shows than we do movies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, at this juncture, we are. <laughs> yeah, we really are, and they're consistent. I mean, yeah, we had Boba Fett, but we don't talk about Boba Fett just like we don't talk about Bruno. So, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's funny. All all she needs is to complete her trifecta. Is for this to happen with an MCU project, you know. Yeah. Sign her up for the Avengers. <laughs> <for a movie. laughs> and then Kevin, yeah, and then Kevin's like, yeah, she'll join Scott Derrickson and others will be like, yeah, yeah, they we had creative differences and so I'm walking away from that film. <laughs> Which I'm saying, like, like to that point happens, but yeah. we're talking twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> And and maybe it's true. Maybe she is still signed on the for that project. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just it's just yeah, that was my I I just I started reading and then I stopped reading because I was like I'm not buying any of this crap she's selling right now. Um but yeah, yeah. and on that <laughs> note, let's yeah. talk about Doom Patrol. Yes. Wow. I I like yelled that. I don't know why. Um so we finally have Doom Patrol return um with the penultimate episode. <laughs> No, 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 no. it is called penultimate patrol. Am I wrong? There was a penultimate patrol. That was the uh, season one uh, penultimate title. Uh, This one was called Doom Patrol. Yeah, I mean, the title. Yeah, the story. I mean, it shows Doom Patrol, but actually episode four one is actually called Doom Patrol. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fuck you, IMDb. Um. Yeah, they missed you up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're back with Doom Patrol. I'm no longer excited to talk about it. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> don't worry. I'll get it. I'll all cut this out, so don't worry. No, no, no. Leave it in. Leave it in. I like to be honest with the people. Um, I was excited to talk about it because I thought it was a very clever title for this episode. But now that you've yeah. totally proved me wrong, I think it was a stupid episode. <laughs> <laughs> My God, um, yeah, Doom Patrol's back. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I will say, I enjoyed this. I, I it was a, it was a good season premiere. It really reset everything uh, as far as our characters. 
the they are now full a fully fledged superhero team and uh we all get reintroduced to our to our to our folks after their time travel back you know to the past and then helping out rita with her journey during the third season and bringing madame rouge to back with them to to do manor and so um you know larry still self-loathing that's the one thing i will have to say as far as just my criticism out the gate they don't know what to do with larry they really i feel like larry is just there um and because everything else about the the the, the opening episode i i really did enjoy i mean i liked i liked what they are doing with vic and him learning now that he has his new skin and even though Rita dubbed him cyborg as part of their, their clever code names for the, for the team. Um, it um, was, you know, seeing him all this, you know, now having to actually sit down at a keyboard and like do investigative work instead of talking to grid and getting all the information and stuff. So really like that. I mean, Diane Guerrero, I mean, as always, it's just amazing as far as playing Jane or I guess in this one, Dr. H and, um, and, and and obviously Cliff and Cliff's Cliff. I mean, gotta love Brendan Fraser's voice work and Riley Shanahan doing all the body work for Robot Man. So I, you know, like I said, it was a good uh, overall starting off the season. I, I I will say I was definitely more engaged with the start of this season than I was with last. Yeah, um, I pretty much only can reiterate everything you just said, because what I wanted to talk about was that they, as much as I liked this episode, this first episode, um, and actually the first two episodes, um, because we watched both back to back, mm-hmm. um, I, I I liked how they... Um, they reminded you where all these characters, like where they have been and where they are now um, without going through, like, let me just remind you by explaining to you exactly what happened all of last season. No, you only take away like the important things that are relevant to what, what, um, what is currently like, what is the dilemmas what are the problems with these characters that they um or the new burdens um the new the new um corners that they've backed themselves into um but at the end of the day like a, a lot of it is interesting and i didn't think about before um especially with cliff i was surprised when they introduced the nanobites and now this is a lot about like he can suddenly feel things yeah. Um and and he's very he very much wants to <laughs> touch his grandson and his daughter and yet he he's now found himself like oh I have to diverge and save the world before I can do that. Um which is an interesting thing um for him because I feel like a lot of these characters um they're conflict hasn't changed since season mm-hmm. one um but but with each season it's been refreshed um to make it more to make it more nuanced and interesting because right now we have jane without k or k realizing she doesn't need the um the underground 
but the underground still needs to exist in some way, shape, or form. So, so we're going to see that throughout this season. But Larry, it's just not interesting. However, yeah. I will say they did make a right choice. Larry has always been interesting when paired up with Rita. I don't yes. know what it is about those two, but I really like them together. I was happy to see that in the first episode. I think it was the first episode. Might have been the second episode. But I um, I think overall why we both really like these two episodes is because they the writers made a lot of the right choices in the sense of the pairings that occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, the the um, telling us, kind of giving us clues about the through line while giving a self-contained entertaining story to like to like set everything up. I mean, we had Cod Man. Oh gosh. Cod Man. <laughs> we had Cod Man in the very first episode. Yeah. And there was a moment where I was thinking to myself, I thought I was watching Doom Patrol, not the boys. Um yeah, I, yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was I was very confused because I'm like, why haven't we seen this character on the boys? I feel like he would be best friends with half the cast. <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> all um, but no, we're watching Doom Patrol and and yeah, they I don't know what it I don't really know what it is, but I, I do feel like whatever weight was holding down last season from being like on par with the previous two, I feel like has been lifted mm-hmm. and, and these characters are really refreshed. Um, I like, like Victor is interesting because now he's going through this whole crisis of no longer being super, but mm-hmm. he still wants to be a hero And Rita, because of the events that play out in the first episode, her she's found this power and this purpose by being the leader. But she fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Even though she constantly reminds how great her record is, but. (laughs) Well, and and I think I think that's that's what they want to do. They want to be like. These characters are clearly writing her off. And for all we know, that's exactly what leads to buttpocalypse. Mm-hmm. But, or zombie butts, whatever you want to call it. But it, it it allows her to have that conflict and that great conversation with Larry um, about purpose. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I like how they've kind of like Victor and her are becoming foils for another because they both like they both are really clinging on to this hero identity. Um, yeah. And and without it, they don't have anything. And I think maybe that's why Larry like they don't want to have another person do that. Mm-hmm. So they can't with Larry. And yet he's he's kind of in that same situation where like what is what is his purpose yeah, um because yeah. he can't he can't like be in love with anyone or have any or be intimate with people yeah yeah because i mean yeah because i just felt like okay now with the key it just seems the same it was this base i just felt like it was like larry's just go going in, in circles with right with with the negative spirit, but now you know. But of course, like now, now it's Keeg and and um. But you're right. I mean, the parent, whatever they do, 
pair him off with Rita, it does bring that extra dimension to the character. It brings him that, it gives him that purpose because, you know, now that Rita, you know, high school drama teacher that she is and, and, and has taken the mantle of, of team leader. Um, and, and then how she just expected him as always to defend her whenever Vic and everyone was like, you know, we want to vote for a new team leader. And, and when he didn't, how she felt betrayed and and you know and and sort of how all that played out with the two of them uh where he's just like no i you know i is you really did suck as as team leader and i just i'm not going to blow smoke up your ass to, just because we're friends right um, yeah yeah um my favorite quote <laughs> <laughs> my favorite quote. Um, it's been a while since I've written down a quote, but I had to because I love this. I loved it when Jane was talking to Victor and said, well, are you a full-blown motivational poster come to life? Yes. <laughs> I, like, I need to memorize this so I can use it because there are so many times where mm -hmm. I am on the verge of saying that. But I never knew how to until now. And thank you. Thank you so much, Doom Patrol writers, because <laughs> my God, that is a line to tell to so is. many people. Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember. It was funny. It was like I blacked out. Like I was watching the episode and, I, and then I hear this line and I'm like, I don't even know what Victor said, but I don't care because that comeback was awesome. That was on point. I remember that. That's yeah. That definitely is a standout. That's a definitely a standout line from that. Uh, I think it was up the second episode, and they were sitting yeah. on the park bench. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, when they were sitting on the park bench doing their super secret mission to yep. meet up with the butt hunter, who claims to have gotten all of the butts, but um, what they were playing out in that second episode is that there's Nicholas. Mm -hmm. Nicholas, who Nicholas. is a butt that is, it's just chilling, just, just chilling at home, a bureau person's home, um, being wined and yeah. dined. Yeah, actually, that's another thing, speaking of how, like you said, they were really pulling together some of the, 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 the necessary threads from prior seasons. I mm -hmm. really liked in that second episode how they went back to the first season and I like, and how they had... You know, throughout the episode, they were having different time jumps back and forth as far as present day, past, etc. But they went back to the moment when the team uh, caused, wreaked all the havoc in the uh, ant farm when they had to, uh, if I recall, they were rescuing Silas from uh, from the ant farm back in the first season. And so, you know, we see how the butts came into being and how Dr. Yu came in and helped, uh, was was training them and then when all the chaos happened because of, uh, you know, because of the general wanting to be killer butts and, and all that kind of stuff. And then I realized that moment when I, during that scene, I was like, oh, they pulled together the, uh, I can't remember, it was Ant Patrol. I can't remember the exact episode title, but uh, but it was definitely a, a first season episode because it's like, oh, 2019. I was like, there you go. Um, and, and and there were other little beats throughout throughout this yeah the, these first two episodes where they were like referencing back to things so i really do enjoy the continuity um and that they have that they utilize in these stories and then as as we've talked about how our characters have really grown from that and like you know and dr harrison 
whenever she was when Jane was in, you know, when she was on on the surface, psychoanalyzing all the members um, and, and, and all their their places. It, it really good did set the stage. And then, you know, the one thing that the series that I felt sometimes last season um, was sort of failing was how things started to feel a little stagnant because it was sort of like we're just repeating the same stuff with these characters over and over again. But I see how they're now with this fourth season learn from that. And even at these early, these first two episodes are taking our folks in it. You know, yes, they still have their baggage and yes, they're going to, you know, it is a doom patrol. So they're going to screw up because that's what they do, but it's in a way that it feels fresh and, 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 and they're going to, and I feel like they're going to take it in a different place than what we've seen in the past. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I have a good feeling about this season, even though it's already only just started. Um, it does bum me out, though, that they're doing a part one and part two. They're splitting it. Is it a both part one and both part two, six episodes? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so okay. it's just like Titans, yeah. yeah. And we don't know when this part two will come out? Some point in 2023, but the date has yet to be determined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I would expect in 2020. Uh, no, no, I just I'm just it's so close. I know like a few weeks ago I like said something next year, this year, next year kind of thing. <laughs> Every time I'm like, uh yeah, we're almost we're almost to next year. <laughs> so, it's like, only I only said, two weeks only like you know, two weeks I don't away. really know, yeah. but at some point in 2023, I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Considering we've only started part one, that would make sense. <laughs> I know. I well, I guess it could be 2024 if they really wanted to stretch it out, but I know they won't do that. <laughs> we, if they do, I am stopping part yeah. one right now because <laughs> I'm like, I will forget, <laughs> and I don't want to rewatch. Um, I've actually realized yeah. I don't know what it is, but I am surprised by how few. I'm not including reality TV, guys. I'm not including reality TV because reality TV is white noise for me. So I have seen way too much of it um, <laughs> over and over again. But I'm talking about like real entertainment, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like thinking about it. I really haven't gone back. I used to back in the day rewatch seasons of television and just rewatch rewatch I don't know I can't even tell you how many times I've seen like the first four seasons of The Walking Dead um but I don't I, I can't remember the last time I rewatched a television show maybe actually Billions I mm. rewatched the first few seasons of Billions a few times so maybe maybe it's Billions but I mean other than that, I haven't really, like, I, I, I don't think I'll go back and watch, rewatch House of Dragon, even though I love that show. I don't, I don't know. It Maybe it's just because the, the density mm -hmm. of the, of some of these shows, like Succession, love it. I'm, I don't have the desire to rewatch what I've seen. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I mean, this. Like I said, I mean, there might be, I, I may rewatch like episodes of, right. of of shows. Like, I mean, Doom Patrol, I just wanted, you know, like, 
therapy patrol is one of those ones that always that's such a standout for us and i know we always go back to 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 that one and so, but that's just an example of of where there's just certain episodes of 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 shows that i will go back and and rewatch but but the whole season yeah it, it's been a while since i've done a whole season whole season rewatch um yeah yeah i think the yeah Definitely. I, w- I was trying to think, and I think that I have rewatched both Therapy Patrol and there's another episode, I think it's called Underground Patrol, mm-hmm. where we get Jane's full, the full story mm-hmm. of what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and that episode, like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Given that you brought that up, uh, that was another thing in the second episode uh, this week. Uh, mm-hmm. That we watched where with this season uh, where we because we did where Vic and Jane had the interview interview and she and Jane watching that interview. Yep. Um, I, I that that was another one of those scenes where I, I was really locked in because just again, see having Vic talk to Kay and understanding what was, you know, speaking of the underground what what was Jane's purpose and 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 being the being the lead and everything um was was just just so riveting and 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 just and especially whenever you know we juxtapose that with the puzzle pieces and all that um that Jane was trying to sort out uh, again just laying that foundation for where they're going to take this character this season yeah yeah i Jane's Jane's typically my favorite character. However, Doom Patrol, I find it just it just depends on who has the line, who has the the scene of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my because I think why another reason why we gravitate to the show is because it is an ensemble. Yeah, an ensemble done correctly, much like the boys, mm-hmm. where. Yeah, we have our favorite characters, but they are a family and the family dynamics, which which is why I love like Therapy Patrol stands out so much because it's that bottle episode. And I just I, I, I love it when these characters interact together as a family unit. So we yeah. did get a few moments with the team meeting and we saw them at the beginning going on a mission together Um and so I think in previous in the previous season we were lacking a lot of like the group interactions. So mm-hmm. hopefully this season, whether it in part one or part two or in both, we do get another bottle episode or an episode where they can we can really delve deep into the family dynamics that are at play. Um, and maybe we will because yes, in they they are still very much stuck on it being individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a team, but they don't, they don't necessarily see how much they, if they're looking for purpose, their purpose is to help each other, like be there for one another yeah. because they are all they've got in this world. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it maybe, yeah. maybe that's a long, um, end game for this season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think exploring that codependency is, is one of the, you're, you're right. I mean, that definitely is one of the strengths of the show. Um, but also, and you're right, there are favorite characters, I mean, and, and favorite and character moments, like the standout for me, and the, it, it, the other standout for me episode two was the end there with Cliff after he 
does um, take out the uh, the the zombie uh, was Ed, um, and and Ernest Hunt, and then you know they do have the uh, the other butt because I know Nicholas is in, in the with the doctor, but then the other butt that uh, was was Teddy, the other I guess I guess sibling, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Uh, was was probably the one that was in that box that the butt hunter uh, gave to to Jane and and Victor, and you know, and the Man of Rouge tasked him with 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 killing it, and and you know, and and going back to the nanites and the be the ability to fill and, and and Cliff, you know, having those feelings and 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 and, and being able to feel those emotions and stuff and in that moment where he's just like you know puts his head down on the thing and just just processing all that was another was another just standout moment uh again for robot man and 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 voice work by cliff and uh by by brendan frazier and um and, and body work you know by by riley it's amazing how they could make that machine move and i think a lot of that does go to you know brendan frazier's voice work but also Riley Shanahan's yeah. you know, body acting too with that, with the, with the costume. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah, I, I like what they're doing yeah. with Cliff, um, but I tend to like Cliff. Yeah. Um, all yeah, right. Yeah. A- anything else about the butts? No, nothing else about the butts. Uh, see, I, I, I lost count of the number of fucks uh, that Cliff said this episode, but, <laughs> But uh, I know, you know Rita, Rita, Rita will will let us know next week. <laughs> Man, I love I love how that rhymed, and I think that is a perfect way to end this episode. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk W I L L M P L O L K on Twitter. And you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>